With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Unspoken Issues. Hey, everybody. Jesse here. Welcome to the starter episode of one of the biggest Unspoken Issues events that has ever taken place on the Source Material comics feed. In late 1992... Valiant Comics put an 18-part event into motion that to this day is revered by some readers as being one of the best. However, I am sure there are plenty out there in the same situation I was and had never had the chance to fully consume the effort that is Valiant's unity. Fear not, dear listener, we have done it for you. Pouring near six hours into three podcasts, Dean, Derry, and I put together our thoughts on what went down issue by issue. So let us get started with the basics. My hope is to shine a little light on some of the main characters that you are going to hear us discuss over the next three days. This will be a small foundation to get you ready for one of the biggest events that happened in comic books in the early 90s. So let's start with Valiant Comics. Voyager Communications was created in 1989 by former Marvel Comics Editor-in-Chief Jim Shooter and lawyer Stephen Masarski, who soon created Valiant Comics. Magnus Robot Fighter was the first comic released in 1991 from that imprint with a cover date of May. Then, in September, came Solar, Man of the Atom. Both characters had a history as Gold Key comic characters until they went out of business in 1984, now licensed by Valiant. Harbinger, Exo Man of War, and Rai follow as new characters and teams to the Valiant Universe in early 1992. Then in May through August of 92, Shadow Man and Archer and Armstrong are on the shelves as well. In August of 1992, this massive 18-part event, Unity, begins that spans every book for the next couple of months. During this time, it also launches another title, Eternal Warrior. I want to go ahead and give a shout-out to valiant.fandom.com wiki for all the help and work that they put into the descriptions we are about to get into. So some of these characters had a previous history, like I said, in Gold Key. But most of the creative team that I'm going to give you are going to be from the reboot versions of these characters. Okay, so with Solar Man of the Atom, the Valiant version was created by Jim Shooter, Barry Windsor Smith, and Bob Layton. And Solar Man of the Atom first appeared in Solar Man of the Atom number one, from 1991. A solar is actually Phil Selesky, brilliant scientist who gained energy manipulation powers during a nuclear accident. He takes on the name of Dr. Solar as he was actually a fan of the comics. This is in-universe. 
With his new power, he begins to eliminate nuclear facilities around the world that he deems too dangerous. This brings him into conflict with an unnamed governmental organization that enlists the aid of the equally powered Erica Pierce to stop him. In the ensuing conflict, Selesky inadvertently creates a black hole that destroys his world in an attempt to tame his out-of-control power. Arriving in the past prior to the explosion that created the black hole, Solar finds his past self and stops the accident from occurring, saving the day. Jeff McHenry, Geomancer, created by Jim Starlin and Don Perlin, first appeared in Solar Man of the Atom number 10 from June of 1992. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Geomancers here. They're a lineage of people selected by the Earth to defend itself. They have the power to communicate with the Earth directly, to control nature, and to bend objects to their will. Now, Jeff is the teenage geomancer of the 20th century who's befriended Solar Man of the Atom and also the Eternal Warrior at this time, aiding them in their adventures whenever he's able to do so. Now we have Magnus Robot Fighter, created by Jim Shooter and Art Nichols for the Valiant Universe reboot, first appeared in Magnus Robot Fighter number one from May of 1991. You should be able to go back into the unspoken issues archive and here chris armstrong and myself discuss that very first issue magnus is a hero of the 41st century battling to protect humanity from robots that would enslave the human race his powers include increased strength and durability in addition to extensive martial arts training rai toru nakadai 42nd rai created by jim starlin and don perlin first appeared in rai number one from November of 1991. Now notice I said he was the 42nd Rye. So the series starts and takes place in the 41st century. So he's in a time frame with Magnus Robot Fighter. Rye is the spirit guardian of Japan, a mantle that has passed down father to son through generations. There have been many Rye's, so the series has gone through multiple heroes. Events prior to this story have Rye and his son just surviving a shuttle crash in the South Am Peninsula. So Rai has a certain set of mysterious powers. He draws on an unknown form of energy that gives him great strength and the ability to form energy weapons. Exo Man of War, Eric of Decia, created by Jim Shooter and Bob Layton, first appeared in Exo Man of War number one from February of 1992. So Eric of Decia is a Visigoth barbarian with a powerful suit of high-tech armor. Eric was abducted from his people in the fifth century by a race called the Spider Aliens, who took him on board their spaceship. Eventually, he was able to escape after stealing a suit of Exo Man of War class armor, one of the most powerful weapons ever designed. Eric returned to Earth, but thanks to complications of space travel, found that several centuries had passed and everyone he knew was dead. Now, this armor that he wears gives him a certain set of powers. So think Iron Man, you got a man inside of a suit. Uh, the suit gives him flight, superhuman strength, superhuman durability, and energy projection. Now let's talk about Harbinger. This is a team of characters that was created by Jim Shooter and David Latham. Their first appearance was Harbinger number one from January of 1992. Harbingers, also known as Psyots, are a race of evolved superhumans with psionic powers in the Valiant Universe. The world's most powerful Harbinger is Toyo Harada. It's nowhere in this story a Japanese businessman who runs the mysterious Harbinger Foundation. The Foundation recruits and trains Harbingers as part of Harada's private army. 
There are some who believe Harada is an evil megalomaniac, including teenager Peter Stancheck, the only Harbinger whose power rivals that of Harada. Stancheck is also known by the codename Sting. Sting leads a group of young Harbingers called the Renegades against Harada. This group includes Charlene Dupre, a pyrokinetic codenamed Flamingo, Faith Herbert, an overweight flying nerd codenamed Zephyr, John Torkelson, a super strong behemoth named Torque, who was actually killed shortly before this event, and the regular human Chris Hathaway. They live their lives on the run while being constantly pursued by Harada's organization. Shadow Man, Jack Boniface, created by Jim Shooter, Steve Englehart, David Latham, and Bob Layton, first appeared in Exo Man of War number four from May of 1992. Jack is the Shadow Man, a superhero who protects the city of New Orleans. His powers are supernatural, and he belongs to a long legacy of Shadow Men. The powers of a Shadow Man are magic-based. You have superhuman strength, endurance, agility, reflexes, and healing, night vision, gliding, and fear suppression. Eternal Warrior, Gilad Anipata, created by Jim Starlin and Don Perlin, first appeared in Solar Man of the Atom number 10 from June of 1992. Gilad is an immortal hero sworn to protect the geomancer of every generation. His extended life has allowed him to become an expert in almost every form of combat. It has been shown, and it's shown in this event, that the Eternal Warrior will still be active in the 41st century with the heroes of that era. Archer and Armstrong, created by Jim Shooter, Bob Layton, and Barry Windsor Smith, first appeared Archer and Armstrong number 0 in July of 1992. Archer or Obadiah Obi Archer. He's a young martial arts prodigy with perfect aim. His parents raised him in a hyper-religious setting, but he rebelled against them after learning they were evil. He would go on to meet and partner up with Armstrong, a legendary immortal figure. Archer is generally very humble and pious, in contrast to Armstrong, who is very boisterous and a heavy drinker. Armstrong, Aram, Anipata. Aram is one of three immortal brothers, including his brother Gilad, the Eternal Warrior. He attempts to break the uptight and naive Archer out of his shell while teaching him the ways of the world. Armstrong does have some powers. He's immortal. I already mentioned that. Got superhuman strength, endurance, and durability. And he also has a regenerative healing process. Now we need to discuss Erica Pierce. Erica was created by Jim Starlin and Don Perlin. First appeared in Solar Man of the Atom number 1, September of 1991. In a bid to stop his past self from creating a nuclear explosion... Phil Selesky, from an alternate temporal dimension, uses Erica as a way to gain access to his reactor. When Erica finds herself caught in the nuclear explosion that grants Phil his powers, she gains similar abilities that manifest themselves in the form of an energy child that Phil later destroys. While still reeling from her loss, Erica lashes out at her abusive husband, Bert Pierce, and kills him with her latent powers which then apparently consume themselves and kill her in the process. So yes, prior to this event starting, Erica Pierce is dead. Albert Pierce, created by Jim Starlin and Don Perlin, first appeared Solar Man of the Atom number 9, May of 1992. Albert is a very important character to this story, but prior to this tale, the only thing you need to know is that he is the son of the Prime Universe, Erica Pierce. Turok Dinosaur Hunter, Created by Jim Shooter, Faye Perosic, and Gonzalo Mayo, first appearance in the Valiant Universe was Magnus Robot Fighter No. 12, May of 1992. 
While only one appearance prior to this story, Turok is a skilled warrior and archer with a very honorable sensibility. Turok takes up residence in the Lost Land. So let's jump off that real quick. The Lost Land. So the Lost Land of the Valiant Universe. Created by Jim Shooter and Gonzalo Mayo. First appearance, Magnus Robot Fighter number 12, May of 1992. The Lost Land, or the Lost Valley, which is what it was known before, is a realm outside of regular time and space. Due to its special nature, it contains many anachronistic elements existing together, such as robots, free wills, dinosaurs, bionosaurs, and aliens. It is said that the Lost Land is the only place where time is absolute, meaning all of time is happening simultaneously except in the Lost Land, which has its own independent timeline. This means people can enter from any era throughout history and exit into any other time period. So there you have it. The primer to get you ready for what is to come for the next three days on Unspoken Issues. On October 11th, Dean, Derry, and I kick things off with our first part of coverage on Unity chapters 1 through 6. Then the very next day, October 12th, the talk continues with Unity chapters 7 through 12. And then finally, on October 13th, the finale drops with our conversation on Unity chapters 13 through 18. We really do hope you join us. We will see you in the Lost Land. Ah!